You're listening to Gleanings, the monthly newsletter from Strategies at Work, podcast edition, February 1st, 2010. Upcoming events. The Strategic Life Alignment Seminar. Struggling to find meaning, purpose, and satisfaction in life? Everyone does, but few have answers. This seminar will equip you with tools and a methodology for discerning your divinely ordained life purpose. Don't miss this opportunity to learn biblical principles that will help you discover your destiny. The next live event will be held February 3rd and 4th, 2010 in Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, and February 18th through the 20th at Sojourn Church in Carrollton, Texas. See the website strategieswork.com for details. The BTS Seminar Financial Management 1 Because we live in God's universe, to have success we must obey His rules, including the rules for the workplace. So what are God's rules for managing financial matters? Full of practical tips, this teaching will transform your understanding of financial management and lay the foundation for unprecedented success in your life. The next live event will be held on April 23, 2010 in Plano, Texas. And the next webinar will be held in June 2010. See strategieswork.com for details. The SLA Alumni Event The journey to find and fulfill your life purpose is challenging. There will be many obstacles. From time to time, everyone needs encouragement and fresh insight. The Strategic Life Alignment Alumni Event is designed specifically for this purpose. Come meet with others who are on the same journey seeking the will of God for their lives. Beginning February 1st, 2010 in Lethbridge, Alberta, Canada, and a webinar will be held June 25th and 26th, 2010. See strategieswork.com for details. These are challenging economic times. There is much fear in the world. Now more than ever, people need to understand the power of building their lives on Christ. Only faith in Christ can provide sustained victory over fear. If you need help in learning how to walk with Christ, Strategies at Work has consultants in various parts of the world. These consultants are equipped to help you grow in Christ and to find and fulfill your divinely ordained life purpose. Please contact them or contact the Strategies at Work home office if you would like our help. See strategieswork.com for more information. And now Dr. Chester brings us the message titled, What We All Need, Spiritual Fathers and Mothers. The economic news continues to be dismal. For example, in the U.S., unemployment is high. The federal debt is soaring. The trade imbalance continues seemingly interminable. The dollar is weak against most currencies. And the stock market displays confusion about the future. Other countries are struggling as well, such as Haiti, where uninsured property damage due to the earthquake is estimated to be in the billions. How do we deal with this challenging economic climate? What do we need? The brightest people on this planet are working on this problem, but they don't seem to be making much progress. Clearly we need a guide, a model, or a picture to help us. So consider the story of John, who though living in different times, faced his own economic calamity. In the 1890s, young John struggled. His nascent business career was an economic disaster. He failed at teaching, bookkeeping, and selling pianos and organs. Selling sewing machines was a bit better for a season until he celebrated too long in a saloon one day. When he sobered up, he found that his wagon and product samples had been stolen. His employer promptly fired him and dunned him for the lost property. The story of this incident spread quickly, which made him the laughing stock of the community. And who wants to hire that person? Finally, a year later, he was hired to sell investments for C.B. Barron. 
John experienced a modicum of success, but soon the unscrupulous baron cheated him of his commissions, and again John was broke and jobless. While working for Barron, John attempted to hedge against future financial difficulties. As an investment, he opened a butcher shop. John used his commission income to help build the business, but before the butcher shop became profitable, Barron cheated him. Unable to support the butcher shop, John had to sell it. In the process of closing the sale, he transferred the payments for the NCR cash register to the new owner. John met with the manager, Jack Range, at the local NCR office. John used this meeting to convince Range to give him a job. After several weeks, John had not sold anything. Range called him to an account. John's excuses were quickly rebuffed by Range, who went into a tirade. John decided to quit, but Range did not stop his diatribe long enough for John to talk. Finally, Range calmed down and adopted an avuncular demeanor. This surprised John and caused him to pause. Before John could resign, Range offered to personally coach John, that is to train him to sell. John accepted. That day, Range and John made sales calls together. John's role was to watch and learn. By the end of the day, Range had sold a cash register. They continued this process, John learned for, learning from Range. Soon Range let John handle the sales calls and Range provided critiques. It took a few weeks of personal coaching by Range, but John learned to sell cash registers. Jack Range's personal coaching turned John's life around and enabled him to develop a successful career at NCR and then to move on to build one of the great companies of the 20th century. Jack Range served as a spiritual father to John. A spiritual father is someone who sees the divinely ordained potential in others and seeks to draw it out. Today we label spiritual fathers as coaches, mentors, and disciplers. The best spiritual fathers are those who walk in a biblical worldview, because this is the only correct worldview. Colossians 2.8 These spiritual fathers understand that spiritual reality drives physical reality. See Genesis 1.1 Therefore, economic blessing is the byproduct of obedience to God, and economic calamity is the fruit of disobedience. See Deuteronomy 28 Furthermore, they understand that the prosperity or apparent prosperity of the wicked is only temporary, and in the end, the wicked will be judged. See Psalm 73. Why spiritual fathers always lay a foundation of biblical truth in the lives of their sons and daughters? Because they understand the incredible importance of spiritual reality. They also understand that spiritual reality is not simply theoretical. Spiritual truth must be taught and applied. We are blessed today to have many wonderful preachers and teachers, men who possess great oratory skills. For example, John Piper. Piper's ability to articulate theoretical spiritual truth is impressive. Recently, I listened to his message on holding fast the word of life in 2010. Eloquent and moving, but very theoretical. In his sermon, he focused on the incredible importance of the word of God. Clearly a very powerful and critical truth. But most people would not know how to respond. What should they do? Read the word more? Pray more? Hear more sermons? These activities will bear fruit, but there's still something missing. During the course of his sermon, Piper shared his frustration about the lifelessness of Christians, even in his own church. He seemed to be implying that although these people hear, me, hear him regularly, their lives don't reflect much transformation. Some of this could be due to Piper's preaching style. 
Perhaps he's too theoretical. Perhaps there are too few real-life applications provided. More application would probably help, but I believe there's even more. God designed the universe to work at its optimum when people are discipled. We all need spiritual fathers and mothers in our lives to help us understand life and help us align with God, which includes helping us to take the theory of the Word of God and apply it to our vocational callings. My thesis is that economic calamity today is a reflection of people living largely without spiritual fathers and mothers. Even the people who hear great preaching and teaching reflect fatherlessness and motherlessness living, which is why they are lifeless and lukewarm. This is seen in the homes, workplaces, and even in our public policy. People today rarely understand the true role of parenting. Note the general confusion and lack of direction of young people. Completing high school today, Parents should be the first spiritual fathers and mothers for their children, guiding them into their divinely ordained life purpose. During the child-rearing years, parents should devote themselves to discovering the destiny of God for each child and then specifically equip each child for that destiny. Children so trained would enter adulthood with clarity, focus, and confidence. In my experience, parents who do this are rare. The situation is no better in the workplace. Workers choose professions and take jobs based on money. There's almost no consideration of the call of God on their lives, and there are a few managers who function as spiritual fathers and mothers to help workers discern how to find their divinely ordained purpose in the workplace. Public policy is becoming dismal worldwide. The wholesale rejection of God is in high gear. Using the false doctrine of separation of church and state, people all over the globe are rejecting God's values and principles. The real purpose of government should be to do good, see Romans 13, which means that government should fight sin and set a context for people to find and fulfill their purpose. It is no wonder that we are in a global economic crisis, a crisis even the economists don't know how to successfully address. The people on planet Earth are choosing to redefine God's rules, which will only lead to calamity. Remember, there are family, economic, and political consequences when we reject God. Great theoretical preaching and teaching is necessary, but is not sufficient to reverse the course of the cultures of the world. We need spiritual fathers and mothers who embrace a biblical worldview to disciple us in every area of life and to train us in how to bring the theory of biblical worldview into practice. What you need, indeed what we all need, is to repent, turn to Christ, be taught the Word of God, and be disciples by spiritual fathers and mothers in how to live based on the Word. It was a spiritual father who saw the potential in John and was willing to invest in training him. That was a stepping stone enabling John to do what God created him to do. We all need spiritual fathers and mothers doing this for us as well. Ask the Lord to show you the spiritual fathers and mothers in your life. Submit to them. Learn from them and watch yourself grow and prosper in God's universe as you find and fulfill the purpose of God for your life. <music>